Plus, I smell that's the one from my scully to my underwear. Couple diamond chains was my guy. Two chains and lyricists. I was around my dogs like I'm Charlie Brown. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Hold on, but this the part right here, though. Oh, my This for street niggas who ain't got they first rolling. This was drug dealers who know when 12 patrolling. This for real bitches. And then that beat drop. Crime pays and most of what you call me, Frank? Tony, yeah, This is episode 358. It may be 359. <laughs> <laughs> Almost 360. Look, Almost 360. That means something. Look, I just was binging it. I, yeah, I went and binge like the last five, <laughs> and I was just laughing, bro. It was so much there gold lot, in there, dog. There, there was a lot of good moments. And we talked about the Olsen twins a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. We got another full house in this bitch. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We got Frank in the building. What's good with you? All good. We got Miss G from, from New York in the building. What's up? What's good with you? Oh, it's good to hear a woman's voice on yeah, the mic yeah, again, always. Yeah, yeah. And she and, got a real yeah. opinion, too. And, and Mind of a Man podcast, Anthony Moore pulled up again. What's and good with Mo, you? Come Mo. on now. Come on now. Hey, man, Mo. You, but you know the, the, the funny thing about him, like when he told me Aunt Mo, I told you, that's what my grandmother used to call me. I don't yeah. know why the fuck she called me that shit because <laughs> really? there's no more or nothing. But literally, Is you can ask anybody man? who knows my grandma. No, There's nigga. She just called man. me Aunt Mo. That's it. <laughs> and, and not being funny, I hated it. Hated oh, it. nah, it's fine. It ain't your name. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so when she would call me, I like, love it. Right, I was like, Why, where the fuck she get Aunt right. Mo? But you answered it. Huh? But of you answered that's it. Granny. Yeah, it was my grandmother. <laughs> you had to. Ma'am. Right. <laughs> and shit, with her cooking, I was always falling in line, bro. What's up, so we got a lot of shit we're going to be talking about today. First of all, like me and Frank have been doing, we haven't even gotten to all the topics. Oh so probably probably in the last five episodes, bro, because once we really dive into the shit, we just chopping it up, talking, and, and anything hits the fan, bro. But I'm going to start this bitch off because we was talking about a little bit about cuffing season. <clears throat> Before you came in and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I was talking about the levels of it and I was talking about from my perspective of the types of women that you may have on your roster doing cuffing season. Mm-hmm. I think all of us are out of the game at this point right now. But when you've dealt with cuffing season and anybody can take it first, what are your criteria? Do you have any criteria, specific things, requirements from women or men that you were looking for? You know, I didn't do that cuffing season. I have to say, I'm so sorry, but I didn't. So, because I was, if that's the case, I'm cuffing 300 and, you know, I'm cuffing all year, all year round. I ain't just going to cuff. And it's cold in New York City. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, a a true, a true sister is, is cuffing all year round. You know, we got, we got, we got. So, you had a rotation. Rotation. Okay. Well, not being, that's your crop. You had a rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a rotation too. You know, I talked about, you know, a lot of, uh, some of my guys, shout out Jason and them, they always talk about how I don't like girls with big booties. I was like, bro, I've been through it all. Right. I've had it all. I do. (laughs) But you have to have a rotation to appreciate a big booty. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Come on. What did you just say? Niggas was acting like I didn't like ass. 
Oh, that's not true, though? No, it's not true. Oh, okay. I was I, like, I just, what are we like, talking about? Yeah, it's just depending on what I land on at the time. <laughs> so my rotation was like I talked about on here. I had a thick girl. I would have a big girl. And when I said big girl, I do mean a full-size yes. one that can take care of you. Now, wait. You said thick girl, then you said big girl. Did, yeah. did you mean something? Oh, it's a difference. It's, it's a difference. Well, I know. I, I mean, you got Meg Thee Stallion. I would say it's thick. And then you got Jill Scott that I would say oh, is a bigger yeah. girl. Gotcha. Bigger. I need okay. something that's spilling over the loop of the pants. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody that don't appreciate getting on their knees when they not praying. Right, right. Somebody who you know, know how to double. Help up. Yeah, somebody who know how to use both hands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And spit when they talking. Mm. He said spit when they talking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had that. Uh-huh. Then you got to have an appreciation of a petite woman. Okay. I don't know what it is about petite women, but we've all heard for a while they take it a different mm. way. Mm-hmm. So I had the petite. Had the overly confident. You got to start fucking the with people's mental. <laughs> then you fuck with people who's insecure so you can build that confidence. It's a bad name. G. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't never, I will never make it out of this room <laughs> without getting into certain conversations. I, I just can't, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I, now I can, I can share these experiences, but I just say, thank God this ain't fully available on YouTube. Not, not, not fully. A lot of my people would just throw me by the wayside. <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into yeah, it. Yeah, why we in the skinnier women definitely are some soldiers. They Historically, we've known yeah, They... Yeah. To take a back shot like nothing I've ever seen. <laughs> the Very thick true. girls, but but seriously, even from being a younger man, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. thick girls would do all the talking and mm-hmm. then they'd be running like Usain Bolt. Right. It's <laughs> not it's not even a comparison. No. You know, y'all talking mad shit. First of all, you know, when I think about men, right? When I think about men, okay. skinny men are not in the picture. Yeah. What can you do? First of all, you can't even protect me, okay? Yeah. So I need to know that you can protect. No, no, no. All of that. That's too small for me. I need I need to know that at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day, if Gina say something crazy, nigga, that you standing behind me looking like McGilla Gorilla over there. <laughs> now, you, you, you know know talking I'm about I, a weight I, I, issue or a height no, no, issue? No, no, no. Since since y'all want to give criteria, women, criteria. so my criteria is you cannot be a tiny, little, demure man. Yeah. I don't want to share sneakers with you. I don't want <laughs> us both wearing the same fucking sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like a nice, big dude. And I also like a motherfucker that look that don't look pretty I hey, like, we I like a little that. scar here and there. Little, I like a little York, roughness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Roughness. I don't want you looking like, like, you know, like, song. would you like some ice cream? I don't want that. Frank, thank you, pretty. Oh, yeah. Thank you, pretty. I think I'm pretty. Yeah, Frank, thank you, pretty. He said, no, no, no. I think I'm Frank, pretty. He, first of all, he's not a pretty nigga. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, correct. No, no, he's not pretty. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Pretty guys have long eyelashes. There's a difference. Come on, dudes. You know the difference. So pretty guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, you know, like they, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, I want to, I want, you know what I'm saying? Somebody who look like they can handle. I don't, I don't want all that pretty shit. I don't want us (laughs) both. You you looking at the mirror and I'm looking at the mirror and we deciding who's going to the mirror first. So if we all thinking about cuffing season or we thinking about men or that you attracted to, I don't, I don't know any. Well, I'm also not attracted to a, a, a feminine man. Yeah. You know, I don't. Metro, I don't, metrosexual. I, no, no, I, that, I can't do that either. Is that really a? Yes, know, yes. There's I, feminine energy no, no, based no, 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 men, no, no, right? Oh, see, now you talking about something else. I, I don't know if metro is really 
meaning you're feminine. No, no, no. That not just means you like yourself to be a little more right, kept than most right. men. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas yes. who want to walk around with Tim's on with right, right, right. <laughs> I ain't never tried to be that type of guy. Right. Right, At the right. same no, time, no, no. I feel you, though, like right. with the a feminine energy. I can't do that either. More argumentative. You've been accused of being a metrosexual? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I wasn't saying that in, in relation to what you were saying about feminine men, mm-hmm. but but I was just saying more of a metro is acceptable because yeah. at least that dude is taking care of himself. So, okay. yeah, so, yeah. so what is a metrosexual to you? Well, the way that I understood it mm-hmm. was that they are just very well-kept men, uh-huh. you know, very well-groomed, well-groomed that kind yeah. of thing. And they could also tell their woman, I don't think that red dress goes right with those black shoes, <laughs> yeah. you know, that kind of well, thing. Heel so I black. never, yeah, you know, like they could, you know, like help you along the way yeah. kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm metrosexual. And, and that's fine, too. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I like I'm, But I will wring your can, goddamn neck. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. any other niggas, too. I can right. help you. I can help you with some, yeah. I can help you with some yeah, heels. That's cute. Colors, I ain't gonna but at the same it. time, it's like, nah, I ain't one of them niggas for play though. You know. right. Like I was never the biggest nah. nigga, but I ain't. You yeah, ain't you gotta. Yeah, no, nah. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Not That's not just the difference. But I though. do, but I do get what you're saying, and I, I think a lot of times it is the presence because I've yeah, had women presence come, is important. Yeah, because I've had women say to me like, it don't bother me, but I've had. I, I, shout out, you know, yeah. one time she when Michelle she first Obama. yeah when she first met me she was like. Hey, I didn't know you was that short. I was like, it's cool. But she's kind of tall. Yeah, she's tall, but it ain't tripped to me. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, bitch, I will put hey. I know how to climb <laughs> you walls. Yeah. You understand and, me? And lawn chairs ain't the only thing I fold. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, let's make this shit understood. Right. We can talk right. that talk. You know what I'm but, saying? But, but but see, as a young man, going back to the women. You do have that, the right name, Anthony. That did the talking. <laughs> I, I never was big on the talking. Yeah. Like, no, a, yeah, as a man, because I understood. I'm like, listen, we're at a disadvantage here. Yeah. The way we're built, the way stuff is made we ain't listen unless you want some pills or something yeah. you're gonna fight a losing battle going and try to talk that talk and you run into a killer but what I was good at I, I'm just gonna let you know what that is and we just gonna see because yeah. I've a majority of my life when we, talk, when we come talk about a sexual capacity I've yeah. been highly disappointed by women yeah. mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of talking I'm, but you're oh, from I'm here right yeah. mm-hmm. but see I, and I, I told her that and I've told you that with you guys being from the east coast I was like it's something different about here here is different. I even love talking to women. Like I told you when I met that Puerto Rican chick who was from Brooklyn, I was like, yo, yeah, bitch, talk to me dirty. Right. It's a definitely a different kind of I need you to talk to me to where I know if I'm, if I can, <laughs> bitch, I can choke you. I know I can choke you by the way you talking to me. <laughs> I know I can spank that ass. Mm-hmm. I know you're going to take and it. She's going to encourage it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you ain't only putting food down your mouth. You're putting it up some things. I need somebody who will allow me to stretch them out. Hospital beds ain't the only thing that need bodies. <laughs> you give I don't know what's going on. He got right. a lot of this. He got, a lot, he got a lot of little things. I know what he's trying to do. Yeah. But Gina, Gina done popped me he up, bro. Gina done popped me but up, But you remember bro. last time I said uh, a girl was thinking in life situations or right. something like that. <laughs> yeah. I see what you're doing. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Let's I gotta, get look, to I gotta it. I got to have to come up with some stuff. <laughs> I'm nah, thinking right now. So cuffing season, man, Um, you, you do, I, I talked about it this morning before Ann came in like the conversations even with female friends change mm. oh, yeah, yeah, they got and, and I'm sure yeah, conversations yeah, with male friends right, change right, you, it doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or not it's always somebody that's teetering that line to say okay I heard G was dating somebody well let me let me slide this over see what happened right right let me see oh I heard Ann was let what throw a, the hook let, me out just, there. let me throw the hook out there and see what's up there. you yeah, know what's yeah. that sea level yeah yeah you gotta you gotta I think you gotta be careful with that though just because you know it's it's usually okay so we won't have these kind of kind of conversations like year round, but then all yeah. of a sudden cuffing season comes. So then you already know that with that criteria, oh, this is kind of a temporary thing. Anyway, yeah. if I decide to entertain yes. it. Yeah. So don't get caught up in no feelings, you know Dang. what I'm saying, in four months. Well, let me say this, then. <laughs> if that's the case, 
post being married, I got married <laughs> when I was, what, 8, 19? And then I got divorced when I was, what, 27? I just lived in a perpetual From 18 to 27, season. it lasted? <laughs> you was in a perpetual I was in a perpetual season. cuffing season because yeah. everybody was here for sale. They yeah. was here and they was gone. So mm-hmm. I'm like... I can't say that I've never necessarily when the season changed, it was like, oh, it's cuffing yeah, season. Yeah, it yeah. just was like, ah. Eh, it just happens. Around. Yeah, if you're around, cool. If you're not, whatever. <laughs> so you, know you got so you lasted 18 to 27, and you're married again, right? Mm-hmm. Can't say lasted, but yeah. It, yeah, it went, but it, it for went on while. for that while. Yeah. Man, so what made, because most people, if they get married one time, they'd be like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What made you bounce back into the game? Well, I think the institution of marriage is actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. It, when, when you are joined to the right person. But, you know, I, I was young, too, so mm-hmm. I just saw life differently. The, even the terms under which I got married, it was like, later my pastor was like, hey, yeah. you know, you gotta you be pregnant. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what you yeah. need to do. Yeah. Like, one of the craziest things ever. But moving forward, you know, I always knew I wanted to get married again. I think I'm more of a family-oriented guy mm-hmm. in nature. Yeah. And I think that's also why, like, a cuffing season type of thing, I was always a serial monogamous person. Yeah. So I was never necessarily, even though people thought I was just some type of hoe, I'm like, nah, yeah. I really don't even move like that. But you know when it's saying? like people get that perception. People think that. That's what I was going to say. Just because you got game. Just because the way you look. Yeah, it was like, the way oh, you, you look, look like you were. What are you talking about? I had that no, conversation this morning with somebody, bro. I'm always, somebody always put me in a box that I don't belong in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it happens Facts. a lot. It happens all the time. Gina, why do you feel like, as from a woman's perspective, because there's always women that seem to do it. Niggas ain't looking at, unless exactly. you're dressing like a straight hoe, yeah. niggas ain't looking like, oh, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But women will literally look a nigga up and down, whether he got a suit on Based or on he just at the gym, so and the energy and how they feel, they start pushing that shit on them. Like, oh, he may be this guy that does this. You know what? Before you answer, because, uh, you know, I, I you know myself. it better than I do. Uh, well, listen, I'm just saying. Women, though, like I, I've been around a lot of women. So my understanding is that it's all about the energy. Like how magnetic is your energy? Yeah. How how, how uh, your ability to attract women yeah. is it? What level is it on? Yeah. If it's on a high level, just your ability. Yeah. Based on what I'm saying, if you have an ability to attract women, oh, you a hoe for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also a woman in a man's life attracts his magnetic um, um, energy out anyway. You know, like the fact that you're yeah, married again. That. You know, there's something about having your woman taking care of you mm-hmm. where other bitches can smell that shit. You know, they're <laughs> like, oh, that's a motherfucker that's being taken care yeah, of. And 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 I think what happens is women like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they like that idea of it. But I have to say, you know, I, I wasn't always monogamous. You know, you talk yeah. about how people look. In my past two marriages, they were very open well, it was open on my side. It, yeah. was, it wasn't open on their side. <laughs> okay. But, um, they agreed to it. You know, that has to, that has to do with, you know, I think control and power. Yeah. So um, I had the power at that particular time in both marriages. In both marriages, when a woman has control, she has the, the, the power to dictate what yeah, goes on. Sure and I think men become attractive to women yeah. when they are the person dictating the power. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, absolutely. I think when when men that I am attracted to are men that I could taste the power in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I could yeah, look at other men and go, oh no. And But if that. I do take a man who doesn't have any power, I completely take him. Mm. Yeah. You control him. So I what completely. is the control though? I guess, I'm because I'm, I've never had a woman feel like they in control of anything right. here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, I'm like, what? where does that control come from? Or how do you get that? The control that I have over other 
Yeah, oh, like man. when you say you, you know, it's just a power thing. Yeah. You know, like it it doesn't have to, power is just a feeling and energy within yeah. and of itself. Yeah. So it doesn't have to do anything with it's just the fact that I could control you to do whatever the fuck you know. Or is it more so like a self confidence type of thing where you can see when a man is kind of like you can tell by the way certain people yeah. walk they they they, they carry themselves in a certain way. Yeah. And and I think it, when people have talked about that type of dynamic, at least with me, that's some kind of some of the things. Like, yeah. I was always sure of myself. Like, I've been called arrogant my entire life, and I don't agree with that. But I just think I've always been confident in who I was as a man. And yeah. I think for, mo- for most women, I think that's the type of thing that they like. Oh, yeah, that's a nigga I could I don't know, because with. I've seen overly confident men mm-hmm. that I like to take down. <laughs> In the past, I have seen I have seen overly attractive men, and it's really almost a facade of insecurity. And and there's something about this is in the past. This is in the past. It's okay. And this is something about me where I'll look at that and I'll totally demolish it. Look look at that. Look at my list uh, when it's saying cuffing season. When it says an overly confident Mm -hmm. woman, what is the other part where it says an overly confident woman that I want to break down? Yep. And we yep. and we've talked about we talked thing. about that yeah. with yeah. in the clouds yeah. you're too good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and God. and not being funny, it's almost like you feel down. like they deserve it. Like you need yeah. to be brought the yeah, fuck yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, down oh, oh, you a nigga. Oh, you right. you six you three with some you bread. Think you you yeah, think you yeah, can yeah, do that? Yeah. All right, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna open your nose up and then I'm gonna walk away. Can we talk about how toxic that is though? It is very toxic, but that's why but that's why we said like the competition. I definitely got a definite energy surge from bringing uh, like a mentally <laughs> a guy like that down to where he's crawling on the floor like yeah. Gina right. please don't and go be like shut the fuck, fuck up nigga <laughs> like pinky nigga we do the same thing though with yeah women, we do, huh? we do Big when you see an overly a chick who is feeling herself you think you something to, yeah, bitch but, oh, okay, come yeah. on man let's work this I'm gonna drop bit. my whole body inside of you <laughs> right. I'm gonna give you the best loving of your right. life and I'm gonna act like everything you think I need to be and then voila. Right. And then I'm gonna stop calling. Yeah, but this is the thing. It, <laughs> I, would, like, I would never do that. Like we you went say, from cuffing to toxicity. Exactly. Yeah. But, you, that's but what cuffing is. season is toxicity. It is. Ah, it is. You know what? You're right. It is. That's the name of the podcast, Absolutely. possibly. Cuffing season is toxicity. Uh, You're gonna type it. Yeah, I'll type like it down. But the thing about yeah. it is the reason it is toxicity, because only re- only way it's not toxic toxic is if you come out of that season with that person, which we talk about that because that means at some point your heart has changed, your mind has changed and you're like, yo, I'm vibing with this person and you start to treat them different. But mm-hmm. when you got a rotation, you don't think a rotation is toxic. Yeah, you got an individual bitch for everything you need them to do. Exactly. And at some Very point that line is going to cross and you yeah. got to shade one of them bitches to keep one of them. That's toxic, bro. Right, right. Well, or in way, at least in my case, when I've had a roster, they kind of, they're going to phase themselves out initially. Very true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So it ain't necessarily nothing I got to do. It's just somebody's going to capture my attention more. Mm. So they they weed themselves out. I don't have to do anything to get rid of you, but I've successfully done it a few times yeah. right, too. Right, 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 you know right. what I'm saying? Like You got to. Cuffing season is exhausting, but it's a good game to play. But see, but we, but when okay, you so. when you're there to play games, right? If well, see, that's what I'm saying though. Because if, <laughs> yeah, if you're there yeah. to play, and that's what I'm saying, like if you're there to play games, like to me, it's cuffing season. You're there to play games. You're there to do the thing that you do. So in my view, it's already a temporary kind of situation. Like yeah. I'm not going into it. Oh, it's cuffing season. I need to lock something down. Exactly. No, not at all. We playing the game. But the thing about it is, uh, like we talked about Cat earlier, mouse. with certain type of men, you don't even have to go out there and hunt. Mm. That's what's funny about the niggas who got all this money and call themselves alpha males and elite males. Mm. You're out there on the prowl. Right. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I ain't never been on the prowl. <laughs> Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So why are you sit out there back. with your six figures and your yeah, little Bentley and your little clown cars? <laughs> 
looking for these women. This other nigga sitting back chilling. I we did. talked about this before where it's like niggas be having all that bread and your bitch still sleeping with the pool nigga. Right. I, didn't, I was just gonna say I've took women you know what I'm saying? that had money. Uh, that, yeah. that wasn't. It don't mean shit. Like, not a, but that's what, And how many times have women, and I'm just throwing this out there, shout out to talked about this that she posted something this week where it's like niggas with money are some of the lamest niggas because they expect what they have in their bank accounts right. and in their pot too and what they drive mm-hmm. to be the salesperson for getting that woman and that's what it, and I then mean, when that woman comes it's like damn you pulled me in now what you giving me right but that's but that's the way the game is set up though i mean in a way it's kind of a cat and mouse situation because obviously you know it's back in the day shout out to jay-z and r kelly the power of the p-u-s-s-y yeah we do that shit to attract women Right. So if I'm doing this shit to attract women now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not one of them niggas who who say I'm going to go get this car and I'm going to dress like this and I'm going to look like this to attract women. I don't yeah. do that. But the cats who do that shit, they uh, they're the ones that are sitting there getting criticized by the women for having all that shit. because They ain't got no that. personality. Hey. Like tell a motherfucker shit like, yo, man. I need you to have some personality. Fuck your bank account. And then I'll stop leaving with it. I'll stop leading with that. shit. Hey, man. What you Hold on your mic? Not on. Did it go out? Uh oh. Jerk on the line a little bit. <laughs> don't, to, please don't. No, I'm talking about like, don't see my, oh, yeah, shut the whole shit off. off. So we're going to take a break. Uh-oh. Yeah, because they all you went shut off. shut the whole shit off. I <laughs> said jerk on the line a little bit. She jerked on the line and shut it off. Don't do it. Don't you listen to him. Well, I didn't mean it like that. I was just like, don't like that. I said, niggas said jerk on the line. Don't you do You said an intellectual fuck. Yeah, an intellectual fuck is so much better, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm... I have to say that, you know how, like, I was talking about how I used to, um, you know, in the past, yeah, have, you know, have, you know, do all that stuff, right? It was an intellectual fuck that turned me out. Right. Oh, absolutely. So explain yeah. the intellectual fuck, too, though. <laughs> Please explain that. Ex- explain. Well, you know, like, I had... I tell you this shit. I had, um... I had a... I must have had about four or five and I had planned on him being number six and he ended up being so his, his intellect is what fucking got me wet. Like that shit turned me on and it didn't matter if he didn't have what, whatever you think like money and power Mm -hmm. and you know, like I, like I've had all those kind of people, yeah, yeah. but the fact that he could hold a conversation and Simple we shit. were, we were, we were on Instagram and I thought to myself, oh God, here goes another motherfucker in my DM <laughs> asking me a stupid ass question. Yeah. And I oh, said to him, listen, gorgeous. you always, you always talk about black community, black power, black, tell, tell me what the fuck you going to do for black kids. <laughs> and right. this motherfucker like hmm. wrote this paragraph shit. And well, I was let me like, tell you. and I was like, Ooh. Wasn't expecting that. And then it went from there. Oh, it was you? No, and I don't then, know. Was you and, then it, and then it went from there. <laughs> and then it went from there. Listen, I'm going to say this because this actually brings up a conversation I heard y'all have a long time ago. Mm. Let me start by saying this. I am the real life Darius Love All. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the podcast, nigga. I, I am, am the real, real life, life Darius, Darius Love, Love All. Love All. Okay. That taught me everything I needed everything. to know about life. I didn't have no daddy. <laughs> so Darius was kind of stepping yeah. in for me at some times on how to manipulate. I just and seen that movie last year for the first time. I just time. watched it last night 
For the first time? No. No, no. Oh, no, okay. that's my, my you the one, one that my, was playing. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is one of my no, top three. Cause then you say this was overrated or something oh, like that a long time absolutely. ago. Yeah. Yeah, you don't He don't know what yeah. he's talking absolutely. about. He's you crazy. get the cold shoulder, yeah. Frank. Yeah. Frank Miller. Give, give, give it to him. What how you <laughs> say your last Minicon. name? <laughs> Frank Minicon. Yeah, yeah, he called that nigga Frank Minicano from New York. This motherfucker said my whole government name. Yeah, yeah, you get the cold shoulder. The end of the line of the movie was the dopest fucking line ever when he was like, look, this here right here at this friend here this motherfucker is the only thing that matters I love you I was like yeah. and that's Woo! urgent like a mother like everything yeah. like a mother how are we gonna figure this out you know what baby? she said you know, you know the part I never caught is after he said that she said yeah yeah <laughs> that was exactly. it exactly yeah exactly. you right <laughs> when did that movie come out something like yeah. that when, when it came out in 91 it was a dope movie Nah, whatever. It was, nah, it was, whatever. Nah, it's a, man. Whatever. He's but anyway, jealous because he couldn't come up with that poem. But I say oh, that. But I say I'll let to say this. Like, man, I was taught at a very young age, like seven years old, eight yeah. years old, how to talk to women. Yes. How to dance on women. Skill, man. This is what you do. And it kind of tainted me to a certain degree because yeah. I was like playing like oh, chocolate was, factory mm-hmm, at like yeah. 12. <laughs> like my girlfriend was mad at me. I'm putting on, I will never. Yeah, Bro, like. <laughs> Hey, I used to wrap myself up in that phone cord, talk singing, <laughs> bro, the man of my up life. till three, four o'clock in the hey, morning. Oh, sweet, man. you hang up? No, you hang. Hey. No, you <laughs> yes. hang up, bitch. Right, right, it really right, right, was right. like <laughs> let's hang up on three. Yeah, what? it was Dude, really like that. You still so I, I'm all for the intellectual. I, and I was gotcha. telling somebody this. I was talking to one of my partners, and I'm like, man, I'm 35 years old, and I'm just to the place now where you may have a time where you just want to come home and get straight to it, but it's like. There's certain conversations that I actually want to have. Like, right. it's exactly. not just about yeah. the yeah. sex. Like, exactly. sex will be good. I can do whatever. Yeah. But it's like for you to connect with me on a different level yeah. to where it's like it's just something. And I don't even know when it switched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it got to a point where I'm like, yeah, okay, sex, okay. Exactly. That's why you got to text before you get home and lead that shit up to it. But the worst people are people who do all that texting shit and then you get home and it's like, wink. What happened to the shit we was texting? Yeah, yeah, who's that? Where's she at? Like, where's she at? We was texting this shit at lunchtime. It's dinner. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, where we at with this? Play the game. You got it. But I I do agree with the intellectual part because that's how it is for me. Having a conversation with a few people this week, I, that's that's where everybody is, especially in our age group at this point in time. Right, that has a lot to do with it. Which is why it's like a lot of niggas be like, bro, I'm not going out to the clubs, bars, and doing all of that shit to do what? They out here looking at surface level shit when we right. trying to get some intellectual stimulation. Well, yeah. uh, now don't now wait a minute now don't 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 bad mouth the clubs and the stuff like that because you can actually the purpose of going. I'm, no, I'm just saying yeah. though, it's not like those things can't happen in those environments. Yeah, they absolutely can. Trust me, I was I was the king. Yeah, the king. But, but look, wait, 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 hold on. I gotta say this. In the strip club, bro. I was the king of like, yo, girl, you better go make your money over here. Yeah, I, I'm not doing you that. You ain't doing nothing over here with me just talking. You better go get on that stage. You know what I'm saying? You here to work. They'll be over there wrapped up in conversation. I'm like, yo, yeah. you ain't here for that. The type you of women I'm trying to meet. Taking clothes off. I've just never been a club person or like a strip <laughs> yeah, no, club person. Same anything. Way. So I'm not saying way. the people I, that are in there can't be good people. No, of course. But I, yeah. That's just not the environment for the most part. I'll catch you on the parking lot pimping there. Can I, 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 I can't even tell y'all because I ain't never been to a strip club. Yeah. Ever in hey, life? It ain't nothing in there. In life. It's nothing there. It's, it's nothing there. there. You ain't miss nothing. You ain't miss a motherfucker. I can never get past the idea. I was like, so I got to give her something to take it off. Right. 
I've done that for free my whole, whole life. life. I just, I really just could never get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I go in there, play pool, get some drinks, and like, oh, yeah. Well, that's you know, those girls titties. are really talented on that fucking pool. <laughs> no, well, that, and that's shit. the thing. Like, but some you know, of those but, chicks are acrobats. But you know, the, the thing about it is that men don't know is that about a good 90% of them are gay and lesbian exactly. and don't really give a fuck about your dick mm, at exactly. all. Nope. And so, you that's know, that's the truth. That's the truth. About 90% of those bitches. It's that high, too. Give me a lap dance in a fucking minute where the guy is sitting here and I'm looking at him like, and he paying uh, for it, and you ain't uh, even got to pay for it. I, 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 I don't, I'm right. not even gay. Right. <laughs> I like this, so uh, you pay me, and I'm gonna give her the lap dance. Yes. That's some wild shit, man. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. No, I, but the intellectual part, like I say, man, I'm that's where I'm at now. Yeah. That's why it makes also it, it it makes it easy to not talk to women. Because mm-hmm. guys have had to grow up. You either got a mouthpiece or you don't, or right. you're learning. Yeah. And when you learn that you don't have a mouthpiece, then you go towards the material. Right, of course. You see what I'm saying? But get, a woman has always had like, oh, how beautiful is she? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. To where it's like they don't really even have to talk. I ran into, I remember like, especially in the height of me dating and doing multiple dates, niggas always have to either pay for the dinner, figure out the, you talked about this on the last episode, figuring out a creative date mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Put that pressure on a woman to do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's why and it go back to where we talk about how some women need to learn and respect the man that you have because you don't even know the work that that nigga's put in to keep you happy. Mm-hmm. You got to pay for most of the stuff. You got to create the uh, you got to create the atmosphere. It's very few women that know how to create an atmosphere, maybe on birthdays, date nights, you know, some kind of anniversary. But we got to do that shit week in, week out. Every fucking yeah, if year. you out there, you got to. No, I'm not yeah, even you when you out to. there, nigga. Sometimes you got to do that when you in a relationship. Oh yeah, that's too. I, no, I'm question. actually interested to hear what G got to say about this because I'm I I I agree. I think most women don't understand that they're getting a lot for a little. Honestly, Facts. especially when you talk about creating an atmosphere, that is a grown woman dynamic. You know what I'm saying? That's that's making a house a home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. What is what has been your experience with that, and do you think that's a real thing? Even no, I'm starting to look at look at my shit. Like, well, I don't think this mother come up, motherfucker, come up with creative things. But, <laughs> <laughs> but just or <laughs> just, like, did you just say you side eye, Frank? <laughs> okay, <laughs> typical woman answer. This nigga don't nigga don't never come see me. I'm yeah. missing some shit, but um, see, I've I've you know what? Because I am a homebody and because I love to create whether it's whether it's food whether it's the house whether it's him I'm always usually in that um place do you understand what I'm saying so I don't really haven't really experienced what what you're talking about you know because I I like creating the travel and the events and what's Mm going to happen next what's going to happen next like Mm -hmm. I like doing that so I think, you know, so so I'm not the right woman for that question. Have you always been that way? I think I've always okay. been that way. I've always been a person who, you know, like I create my home. Yeah. It's like painting, you know, taking care of him is like painting. Okay. So, you know. Kids? My kids, yeah, I take care of all of them too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant like, have you went through the, you actually had kids, got kids, like yeah, raised yeah, yeah. kids. Okay. Because yeah. I'm, I'm five. I, Five. Okay. Five motherfuckers. They still, they still. (laughs) (laughs) No, because sometimes I do wonder, like, is that something that's taught the women? Mm -hmm. You know, especially have you got to live your own life? You know what I'm saying? Because I think sometimes where a man becomes second and third and fourth is because 
most of the time, I believe that a woman, the reason why there's issues is because a woman is just deciding to put herself first. When a man is going out and achieving and working and still having to come home and be certain this and that and be a father, if there's issues primarily, especially if they're not working and doing the same type of dynamic that we're doing, the problem typically is because that woman has just said, I'm going to be about me. So it, it gives her more time to look at a man and say what you're doing or not doing versus what am I actually adding to this dynamic? Yeah. How can I make the light the load lighter? I don't think most women think about that. You know, the thing is, I was raised by my grandmother. Mm. Right? Me too. Yeah. So I was raised and, you know, if I hear um, also the uh, I'm going to also say Latino women are kind of raised the same way yes. I'm going to talk about. Yes. too. Yeah, so papoose, I was baby. I was raised by my grandmother and I was raised to. Oh, this is going to be fucked up, but to I serve yes. your man. Say, hey, that's not fun. So, that's real shit. Well, because, not at well, all. because I get a, a, a lot of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From these new age black women. Yeah, you know, yeah. but, but I believe it wrong. or not, I know it sounds, it may not sound right, but I delight in it. Mm. I like it. I enjoy yeah. it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the submission of it mm -hmm. and if you do it right it's submission on both sides right. and people fail to get that part so and I, and I, go ahead i was no, gonna go say ahead. just real quick i think that we've talked no about rush. this several times before and uh, i think that the problem with with women having a problem with that perspective is that they think that in some way when you're being submissive that you're powerless, you're powerless that you yeah. lose power you lose you don't lose any power as a woman submitting to your man I'm just in, like the man doesn't lose i'm in a situation right now for the first time in my life where she likes to serve and mm -hmm. take care of me to have a woman who serves you and it, and she makes it her purpose mm -hmm. to make sure you're happy. And, and to piggyback off what G says, yo, when you have that as a man, you like, yo, nobody's going to fuck with her. No, I'm going to take care of her. Not at all. Anything she needs, because you know what? This where you get everything you need. She is the source. She's the source. So if she's the source, you're going to take care of the source. You got a job, right? We always talk about how people are like, oh, you, uh, you want to go to lunch? I ain't coming. Your job pays you. You show up because it provides benefits for yeah, you. Right. It gives you a biweekly, weekly, a monthly check. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And how hard you work at that job, you may get promoted. Right. It's the same thing with your fucking woman. And my question if is. If you got the right one. That's I true. know you saying that you were you were raised to be that way. But as you became an adult and operated on your own. Was there certain things that you needed from a man to be able to move in that way? Or was it just that's the way you moved? And if they didn't respond in just, then we had to part yeah. ways almost. You, you see know, what I'm saying? That's a really great question. It's both, right? It's mm -hmm. both. One, remember the key point in this is that I enjoy doing it. So I don't do it begrudgingly. Right? Exactly. So that's yeah. one. It's not work. And, uh, yeah. and when you talk about the first... Every man, I've never met a man who didn't, who, Gina, don't. You know, I've never met a man who was like that yeah. anyway. Yeah. But I have met men who I felt like didn't deserve it. For sure. You know, and so I would retract it and I, I would probably then be the person that we were talking about previously. Yeah. Yeah. So there's kind of a two sides to me. It's either, you know, you are worthy of my attention in this capacity. And then if you're not, then I, you know, just... Now, 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 this on. is kind of where I be in my bag a little bit, so y'all have to excuse hey, me. Hey, man, go ahead. Now, with that being said, was there ever a line of communication where if there was something that you weren't getting or there was something that that person wasn't doing that you were able to, as a woman, be able to say, hey, 
this is the issues, blah, blah, blah. Or was it kind of like, cause we're all human, you know, maybe some, 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 what am I trying to say? The, the buck kind of got passed. And then eventually it wasn't until it was a blow up that, Oh, well, nigga, you on, uh, yeah. you see what I'm saying? Oh no, I, I don't feel like I'm ever like that, but I do feel like I have no problem with having a conversation on where you need to provide. Yeah. Mm. As you, know, you should. You need to provide in this area and this yeah, area and this so area. Right. And I am, you know, like I, I, I can love to the 1000%, but I'm really good at walking away. It may not seem like it, but I really am yeah. because I know my worth. Yeah. And, and when you're giving something your best, it's oh, kind of no. hard. Well, beyond my best. To just be like, right. Right, beyond I'll my best. Yeah. So what it yeah. really says is, is that not only are you willing not to take care of me in the capacity I need for me to do my job. Yeah. Cause I kind of always say, like, I, I kind of always use those words. Like, let me do my job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you at any point in time feel the need to stop me from doing my job over and over, or I can't do it because I'm not taken care of in this area, in this area, trust. It goes back to that mindset I have, yeah. which can be very pimpish, right? Trust that there will be someone that's like, <laughs> right. no problem, G. Yeah. Step into it. And I don't even, man. You got to be on some pimp shit, though. Yeah, I mean, it gets to a point it where gets, you have to. You ha and yeah. and it, it's how you use it, though. But I think the power of a woman, I talked about this last year, you know, when my situation, when she decided to walk away, I was still trying and working towards it because I was like, yo, hey, the things I've been asking for mm -hmm. my whole life, right. nigga has not been Check. able to give them. Check. So if you doing this shit, you think I'm supposed to be like, yeah, fuck you too, yeah, bitch. Exactly. No. I'm out. No, because I know I can go get another girl that's bad or looks better or got mm -hmm. this and that, All but the they are not going to be able to provide the service that comes so easily to you because you, first of all, you love to do this already. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Then you love the nigga that's behind the action of you doing come on man it's double time right. I know, we've all been in a sexual situation I hope at least once in our life to where when that person is performing whatever they're performing or doing for you you can look at them and be like man I know this motherfucker love me Right. I done had my dick <laughs> suck so good where I'm like come on now bitch there's some love here You're hey that's not the same tongue I kissed this morning <laughs> bitch that's like 3,000 I don't know what you've done between 8am and 7pm but you're different oh, whatever and loves makes you different and love makes you different, <laughs> yeah. bro. I think I think that uh, for us, I think that we definitely don't lack in the ability to have conversation and discussion. And I think that all of us sitting in this room, um, there's probably a lot of people sitting, I mean, listening to us that are probably not at the level that we are as far as communication. A lot of people. Especially in relationships. Because yeah. yeah. we've discussed this. Yeah. You know, how do you have a conversation with the person that you're with? That you know you're not getting your needs met, or you can't take it personal. You can't take it personal. I want to be here. I want to be here. But but see, that's the problem though, is because you say you can't take it personal, but most people, it doesn't matter if what you're saying is the truth or if it's something that actually is towards building upon what we have. Mm -hmm. You can't stop people from from feeling the way they feel. It's Not a maturity thing, no question. And yeah. so it, it really goes back to just being very careful about how you pick your spouse, your mm -hmm. mates, because you don't want to spend the rest of your life arguing and fussing and fighting with somebody over basic human needs. Or, or not putting saying some, anything at all. Right. Oh, or putting somebody first. Talk, you crying. Yeah. Exactly. You know like, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that. that. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it got to be some criticism. It made me think about this dude. I think his name is Joshua. I forgot his name. Joshua something, but he was, he did a skit where he was a, um, a counselor and he was the patient. And he was like, doctor, she told me that... Um, uh, she didn't say my dick was big. She said it was perfect. 
I need her to say that it was big. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the, and the dude was like, well, she said it was perfect. That means it's perfect for her. He was like, but I need it to be big. Because right. it's like, <laughs> you got to understand you can't be everything, but you can be the best that you can be yeah, at whatever yeah. that situation is. For You're not going to, but you have to be able to hear things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's a lot of niggas out here think they got a big dick because somebody been lying to them their whole life. Their whole life. No, you need to say, <laughs> you don't, you may not say your dick little, but like, let's talk about what you need. Right. If, I, if you ain't coming from me hitting it, then and I ain't long enough to hit the back, then you need to tell me what else you need. Yeah. Do I need to get a toy? And then man got to be like, all right, my, uh, if you want to keep this woman and this is what you need to provide that stimulation, then you got to subdue your ego. Right, right. It's, yeah. not, it's not about you not being able to please. Yeah. It's about this is what she needs to be pleasure. And for a woman, if it's like, oh, I can't <laughs> deep throw it. I don't, I'm always gagging. I mean, well, yeah, we, you know we what? Practice. We need to practice some <laughs> shit or you need to get your hands and put it at the base and have some lube on that motherfucker. All right, all right. And get at the bottom and then take care of the top with your mouth. We got to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got to the work. Sound out effects. There. You know what I'm saying? But we, <laughs> so we're doing two episodes. This is going to basically be a Freaky Friday that turned into something. So before we close this one out, I want to talk about, um, like, where did you learn sex? Like, where did we get our sexual education? A lot of us, I know I was listening to a podcast, uh, NSL, Death, Sex, and Money. And this woman was telling a story about how she learned her sexuality through religion, which we've talked okay, about. This okay. the worst place to learn it, yeah, no because doubt. it's a miseducation of sexual, you know, of your sexuality. Yeah. So start. We can start with that you. Pointed at me. We're gonna start. No, I'm starting with you as being like rolling out <laughs> the this religion. Coming back around. This, yeah, nigga. Yeah. this guy, <laughs> the Christian. Nigga. I mean, I grew up like that too. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely didn't questions. learn about sex through yeah, that though. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was growing. I mean, listen, it was HBO. Uh, what was that? I forgot what it used to Spice be. Channel. But I was in that joint like eight years old. I was like, what's going on? What's this? Granny, we're looking for my granny coming. I'm like, oh no. Right, right, right. I was watching wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of that. I, man, I, I, I ain't going to lie. Some stuff I don't even want to talk about because I've seen some weird stuff in my lifetime in my family. Like, oh, wow. Okay. It was some weird stuff for real, for real. Yeah. Mm. So just that, man, and and just being around older people, I and I just hopped off the porch. Of like 14 Yeah mm. And I didn't have a clue What I was doing But I figured it out Kind of quick Yeah And the rest is just history I don't know yeah. That's, that's you about it about? You know I, I have to I have to say um, And I'm, I'm really not It's not about being proud To admit it or not But Cause I was a late bloomer yeah. Like I didn't lose my divinity so I, I think I was like maybe I was probably 18 like Nigga me too school. Yeah. I mean I was getting my dick sucked At like 12 and 13 Is that sex? <laughs> I didn't yeah know. Yeah that's sex I mean that I counts. didn't penetrate nobody Until like 18 or 19 <laughs> That still yeah. counts but uh, but I might like my I never had a conversation with anybody or nothing like that. My shit was I just I stumbled up on some porn, man, at a young age. Yeah, like maybe ten or eleven, you know. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And 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 then like just just really being <laughs> exposed to adult content, yeah. like yeah. movies, books, like yeah. you know, back in the day. Oh, nigga, come on, Eric Jerome Dickey. Yeah, there was a, there was some there was some really descriptive sex <laughs> books out there. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, just like you know, like the the adult story oh, yeah, in the house sure. or whatever. And I would read, and I'd be like, and. And as a kid reading yeah. this shit, I was like, oh shit, this shit is steamy like a mouthful. Yeah. Like, and Dr. Sue, you know, the one who used to be this, hey man, the nasty, yeah. the better, man. When I was a kid, I, for me, it was, ch I learned about it outside of church. Mm -hmm. um, my parents gave, my mom gave the most generic talk known to man. <laughs> I didn't and, have a talk. Yeah. And then, yeah, really? that's why I said the most yeah. generic talk known to man. And then church tried to provide me with some, they didn't really give you anything. They were kind of telling you what not to do, to yeah, wait. True. To do. And so for me, I was that nigga like, why? What are we waiting on? Yeah. <laughs> she said, what are we okay, waiting so, on? Okay, so, and then this My is, shit works. But yo, this is the thing now. that I always be like, God will keep you. He'll keep you. Okay. He'll keep you. What if I'm in the room 
and she's there and I got to do it. How do I protect myself? Mm-hmm. These That's where they fuck up because they don't really dive into detail where if you make it to yeah. this point, this is what you need to do to protect yourself, which right. is why at if most churches, them niggas was pregnant the first time. You already knew who so, was fucking because so, they got pregnant. So right. let me tell you this, then, <laughs> since you kind of went there with it. At about six or seven, I was molested by my female cousin. That's crazy. Like literally on some like, it yeah. was like a little pool table type yeah. of thing. She was like, you want to play with this? I was like, yeah. She was like, well, you got to do X, Y, and Z. And yeah. at seven or however old I was, I experienced like shame yeah. for the first time. Like mm-hmm. it's just something about it was yeah. like. You knew something wasn't off. Right. It was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, she was nasty. She stank. It yeah. was just like. Yeah. A, like It wasn't right. Yeah. So it was just like, uh, I can never look at her yeah. the same. And I didn't know nothing about sex yeah. like right, that right, at that right. point. So. That's I could wild. appreciate you saying that because there's a lot of people who've dealt with that, bro. Mm-hmm. I've even dealt with women who've been touched by men in their family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it fucks up that person. It does. For men, I think it's a little bit different. We push it down. We figure out a way to push it down. I had a cousin that went through that with the same thing with a woman. And you push it down and you don't hear about it until they fighting, until they acting out, until they over-sexualizing yeah, women or whatever exactly. the case may be. So it's important. And I give you props for saying that shit because it's a lot of people that don't know how to say that. We crack a lot of jokes, but we talk about this all the time. Through cracking jokes and that vulnerability, other shit spills out. Bro. Always. No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you actually what it is. For the longest, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Because I had a dude when I was in like the seventh grade, like once again, it was suppressed. Yeah. But in the seventh grade, this dude was like, yeah, man, my babysitter, boom, boom, boom. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, that, that happened, happened to me too. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So then it was like, no, it was it was a woman as if that made it any made better. It, right. It's like, no, it's not any better, bro. But you, that's that, the, and right. that's the kind of shit they talk about. Like if it's a male teacher that fuck, like if I'm at school and I fuck a 18 year old, 16 year old in high school. I'm going to jail. Oh, yeah, no But question. if it's somebody like Gina H. Oh, fucking high school boy, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I fucked this bitch. You know, got 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 back. You know what Good I'm saying? Job, Good job. But fella. it's like, yeah. what is that doing to that nigga's mental? No doubt. All right, don't want to exclude Gina, but Gina, where did you first interact or learn about your sexuality? Well, I guess I'm similar to your story. So I was molested mm. um, at a young age. But, this is crazy. you know, I hate mm. to say, why do I hate to say you know, I didn't take it in a negative way. I have yeah. to tell you that. That's how I didn't. It was I didn't take it. Um, I actually didn't remember for a few, like you know, for a very long yeah. time. But I thought it was very pleasurable, and I've always saw it as very pleasurable. And I think it probably, of course, had me have sex a lot younger, yeah. right? right? Because I wanted to reach that yeah, same yeah, pleasure yeah. feeling. Yeah. You know, it's almost like when I hear two men who, um, like, um, a, a, a guy friend of mine says, it doesn't matter if you're in the dark, whoever makes you come, and then you turn on the light and you find it's a man. Oh, and nigga, so it matters. People, oh. no, 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 no. But I'm talking about, we're talking about the feeling. <laughs> no, I know I'm talking you about mean. the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that feeling. That's why I can't do a, glo- a Gloria. Let's just not get out of pocket. No, no, no. So, I can definitely do a Gloria. Oh, my God. So, my point is, is that I've been, the feeling is what was very attractive to me. So um, I didn't look at that in a bad kind of way. And I don't think my family um, made me feel like it was dirty or anything like that. And so, you know, it just moved from there. So a glory hole, that's what some of my favorite porn to watch if you got the right bitch on the other side of the wall. Well, see, it's, 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 it's a hole in the wall, And bro. you stick your dick through that hole. But you don't know who's on the other side. I don't know anything well, about that yeah. either. You don't know who's on the other side. That's some Amsterdam, New Amsterdam type yeah, stuff, I, just, I can't do yeah. it, man. Because if there's a guy on the other side of hey, that man, bitch. You, you can know. I but mean, you wouldn't know it. If you don't know it and you and you come, would you think after that I'm gay? Hey, we talked about this last And I think that's what happens. Let me tell you this. It doesn't mean that you're gay. It doesn't 
doesn't mean that you're gay. No, it means that somebody was fucking you yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, side true. and your exactly. body reacted. Yeah, exactly. reacted. It was reacted to the sex. But yeah, if your dick long enough and it hit the back of that throat, it's different than a... Right. You heard it, bitch. When you clear your throat yeah. out from the cock being back in that motherfucker, <laughs> I'm going to be able to know who's back there. Hey, did you watch that story? I uh, didn't, but I listened oh, no, to y'all no, talk about no, it. No, 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 bro. You got to watch that shit. I, what, I'm going to watch, watch it because I'm, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. You got to watch bro, that shit. But you know what? I, you got to watch it, bro. The question hit me when you was talking about it. I said, wait a minute. If he fell in love with a man and he didn't know I was a man, does that make him Nah, he's not right? gay. Yeah, he's it was not. the way she talked to that nigga. And it was a woman's voice that when she was a woman when she interacted with him. Yes. Period. Voice and, and not being funny. And when you listen to her voice, all of that shit. Like the if you listen to pictures, all, all of that, that shit, shit, he was it was he she didn't know. Him. But it's the same thing that we talked about, though. You know, like when you talk about like long distance relationship and things like that. Yeah. You know, like when you're having conversations with somebody, sharing pictures, yeah. doing this, looking at what they do and all that. You, if you don't have a physical relationship <laughs> with them, nigga, you appealing to the. I got intellect. a question though. So she said, if you stick your shit to a glory hole, and a nigga <laughs> no, said, no. Wait, I, let me finish. Let me finish. Don't put me in there. Don't put me in there. But if you stick your shit to a glory hole and it's a nigga on the other side, okay, you didn't know he was there. Right. But when you find out, if you don't fight that nigga, you gay. <laughs> if you don't fight, you him. better. So you fight. gotta fight him. You That's gotta a, fight you that nigga. That's hey. Jada Pinkett in Yeah, you gotta uh, set it off yeah. in the show. Uh, I gotta fight. I gotta fight. You gotta fight you. Yeah, at least I gotta fight. I gotta punch. I gotta Jordan Poole, Draymond and Jordan Poole your ass. The, 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 you know, straight I, up. I the feel rule like says these I got are the two hoarded brothers. I just wanna say to you, I think it's beautiful what you said about marriage, and I think it's For beautiful. Sure. No, it's absolutely beautiful. The institution and everything you said, I think it's so admirable. And, Mind of a man podcast. And please don't listen to these two and stick your dick in a hole. Oh, I'm never oh, doing that. Come on, man. That's, I didn't say that's, that's what why I, I told you I can never make it out of here alive because my platform does not talk about glory right, holes right, at all. Right, right, well, right. well just, just put up a sheet and cut a hole in it and have your wife on the other side. <laughs> right, exactly. yeah, it's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's those on the other side I could do. I'm going to tell you this, bro. One of my favorite things sexually, bro, like I love wearing a blindfold. Like, just. I hate it. Bro. Blindfold me, man. Nah, I like to, yeah, but you can get visual every day. But to be blindfolded and you don't know when it's coming and that wet hit that thing, yeah, I'm blindfold me, yeah. handcuffed. Yeah, it's, me. It's the, well, I've never done that per yeah. se, but I mean, it's just right. that heightened sense of, yes. you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. So, because yeah. yeah. then you get to I paint whatever the, picture the you want because you've already seen whoever you messing with do that shit. Right. So it's like at that point, it's strictly just feeling. If you want to tap into the energy of intimacy, blindfold yourself. So yeah. I got a question. Based on something that you just said <laughs> is I remember the conversation we had one day and, and this is so this is a conversation that we had. And she said to me, if I am fantasizing about Idris album. Oh, my God. Sex, no, you are not. Let's get it. This shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> What's the problem? It. Hey. Right. And, I, and, I, and the point I'm Go saying is, can you have a conversation <laughs> with your spouse and them tell you? I think we talked about this like yeah. way back. Oh, can you have a conversation God. with your partner about them being um excited or turned on about somebody else while they're having sex wait a minute wait a minute a he's problem. not saying it right explain it to us G no thank you okay so the well, thing I just is, want to throw it out there so you can clear it up the thing is is that um oh shit the thing is is that you love your partner you yeah. know you're with mm -hmm, them yeah. you know but I'm just saying you know Idris does it for you you, you know and so <laughs> you know what I'm saying like put a little it's no different than see it's no di to me it's yeah. no different than if you asked me to put a wig on yeah. mm -hmm. and have me you know yeah. you know hi yeah. papi you know yeah, and yeah. I spoke <laughs> like that to you you'd be yeah. okay with it right. see that's, that's the you. thing We what I, what I had explained in the conversation was finding multiple lovers in your lover yes. right. no so doubt. I was 
was really talking about, you know, like, listen, Luke I'm not going to call you Idris, yeah. but, um, <laughs> Nigga, yeah, that's you know, the key. but yeah. that's right, right. To me. Don't exactly. let me know. I'm not going to call you exactly. Idris, but I, These you know, I just, thoughts. exactly. I got but, that. but is it okay then if I wear a wig and I wear something that I didn't normally wear? And I call or, you something else. You, you know, or the schoolgirl outfit. Like, I'm all for the fantasies within your relationship. I'd rather you fuck with the other woman inside me because I got about five or six of these yeah, bitches running in me. In. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather you fuck around with one of those other five bitches in me than you actually fuck around in real life and, then I, and then I have to deal out. with you in a different way. Thank yes. you. Thank you. I, I just want to put it out there for the listeners because that's a different mindset. And I'm we're different saying. lovers, man. I'm a rough person. I'm a soft person. I can be the BDSM person. I can be submissive. Hey, I can hang you from the goddamn ceiling if you ask me nicely. <laughs> so I, I, I feel you. I appreciate Tap that. into that. And it's so important to find somebody that speaks your same language. If you need, is he out there? You can get him, bro. So it's it's just like you got to find people that can tap into mm-hmm. your your sexuality, the type of things that you're trying to do, so on and so forth. We're gonna jump in a little bit more of the podcast. We're gonna switch it up, Spider. Let's take a quick break and we're gonna listen to Dear Silas. How do you play a slave? Because working with Jason and them and seeing people on set, you know, on set working, it's like, you know that they're not really a slave. And this is the the thought process I had. We watch these movies and we be like, yo, these niggas is playing a slave. You see the white dude calling this person a nigga. And yeah. I'm like, but what if that white person is not, clearly they're not racist on, right. the screen, on the screen and they have to say that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think people think about that shit, You know, bro. they said DiCaprio had a problem with that with, uh, exactly. with, on, with um, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What was that? that? Django. Um, the Jan- Django. Yeah, Django. Yeah, they said he had a problem. I mean, now, whether he really had a problem with it, I don't know, but they they talked about how he had trouble, yeah. you know, with some of the lines because that's not the kind of person That's that not the kind was. of person. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but to he just, did that shit very well. To go into character and, and nigga be putting <laughs> chains on like, bro. I mean, he did play this. act. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no question. Of course they do. Uh, yeah. So I just, oh no, but, so, but no, well, wait a minute, wait a minute now. So people do act, but Doughboy <laughs> and fucking, going? you know, boys, boys in the hood. hood. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that was Ice Cube. He didn't have acting lessons, bro, and he played Doughboy perfectly because that nigga was in the life. Yeah, that's who he was. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm I saying. I'm not saying. saying that about Leah, Leonardo, but I'm just saying that a person in that situation. Did y'all see the on, video bro. where the dude goes up and knocks on the door and the black dude comes out and he's like, hey man, we're just canvassing the neighborhoods of new niggers or something like that. He said it. <laughs> it was a white dude? It was a white dude. And it was like the word he was trying to say was similar to nigger, oh, but yeah, he said nigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I saw nigger, that. and the dude was like, "Are oh, you good, bro?" And he like went in his house, and the dude like they they the camera still showed him outside, and he was kind of sitting there like, yeah. "What the heck? What the hell?" I do? It didn't give me right. the vibes that he really just walk around saying nigger right. all the time. It would have been a discussion, but everybody that I sent it to, cracker. But it's like we automatically assume it's a white man. Oh, it slipped out. Yeah, oh, this nigga's racist. We, oh, he talk like that all the time. Yeah, and I don't buy that. But this you know, is the thing. I, I, we I, say I, they talk like it all the time, nigga. We talk like that, too. Yeah, we do. Like, that's the thing <laughs> I be trying open, to say. Though. So that's what I be trying to say, too, with black people. We want so much change all the time. But it's like, nigga, we do a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> and we do a lot of shit that no, we, we do don't like them doing. Of course. Like, you're not being for like I say. I'm in a couple of group traps where a hunk, a group group chats where the word hunk is thrown around like. Honky. <laughs> what I used crack. to say with that yoke. Right, <laughs> they throwing that shit around. My but, shit is ghost. But we, the we demeanor and the 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 demeanor and the reasoning behind it, yeah, 
for us, it's mostly jokes. Yeah. It's never like, oh, we hate these fucking hunkies. We hate this, this, and that. But we don't <laughs> let these motherfuckers slide because the history of the word, though. Yeah, the history of, course, of the use of, of the course. word and the history of the shit they've done. Yeah. So we're talking about this because uh, you hit me up yesterday and you um, were talking to G and y'all were talking about Kanye West wearing this Wizard. white lives matter shirt. Mm-hmm. What, what was, the, did you have an issue with it or what was your thought process on that, G? All right. So I have to tell you that Prior to podcast life, I used to speak for politics all the time, Mm -hmm. right? So I used to love speaking politics. So I'm only saying that to say that I don't care what Kanye does. And I think it's a mind-numbing shit that we as people take Mm -hmm. on every time he does something that we feel the need to take out our, our, and not take out five minutes out of our lives. Like, we are literally taking out time out of our lives Mm -hmm. on social media, on this, to discuss him. You know, this nigga could really be sitting up in his house laughing like, you motherfuckers, I just did this for this reason only. Mm -hmm. And, And the point is, is that we live in this you know, we live in a world we're supposed to be in the world, but not of the, of world, the world. And we keep getting right. caught in the same bullshit. I could care less if Kanye stuck his dick in a dog. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Or, I, or is that a glory hole? Or a glory hole. Yeah, glory hole. Or, or, or glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> glory hole. You know what I'm saying? So, so for me, so for Mind me, I, I, I wish when we talk about building and <laughs> relationships, because you guys always talk about building and yes. you know, building, building. When we talk about building in relationships or building a community, that's not a part of it. Nah. It's just not. So nah. I find, you know, what I got on franchise about yeah, was he man. had posted in his stories. And to me, you are part of the perpetual bullshit of press, of, of sending out this ignorance even further. Yeah. So, of course, he did I not feel that myself. way. Of course, he intellectually felt the need to not defend always. himself for well, about I a good 10, 15 minutes. And, um, yeah, and, yeah. As I, and I have to defend your, myself right That's now. why I said, what was your defense? So, so what it was is I had, I had a post that said these are the six things that you can do to you know stay focused on the things that you're doing in life yeah. right and so I it was like six different things and then I put a little honorable mention which was the White Lives Matter with him and Candace Owens and it says stop paying attention to what billionaires do yeah. like I don't give a fuck what they do that's all it was yeah. I wasn't perpetuating nothing I didn't have a conversation yeah. because when I saw it and shout out to Dia shout out to Adia Cause she the one that she she sent it to me. She said, I wish people would stop sending me this shit. Cause she's a huge she Kanye yeah. fan. And she I, said, I wish people would stop sending me this shit. Like I stopped paying attention to what billionaires do. So yeah. really, it was a shout out to her. But and the, that's and I'm the same way. Like but, I don't give a fuck. But what the he fact does. that he put the picture of her of him on it and said that to me, you that's perpetuated the bullshit. He could have easily said the comments that he said without any picture attached to it True. to him at all. True. So my point is, is that you're perpetuating yeah. it even further, even though you don't think that you are. Now you oh. got a ten minutes, fifteen <laughs> minutes conversation. Now, motherfucker. <laughs> I said what I said. Damn I think, it. but I don't I, give a fuck and it's either. funny because so you put this up to talk about too because I had sent them something yesterday. Well, as just, well. yeah, I man, you know. Yeah. But but my that's my point exactly though. I'm like, can we just stop acting like this is newsworthy? Yeah. I think history will tell us when it's all said and done that Kanye was had a he did have a level of genius to him, mm-hmm. but that was something also very wrong with yeah. him. Most definitely. That, that, most that he needed, that he needed yeah, most counseling. He needed medication. Right. He needed a hug. Some like, unaddressed issues. Yeah. No yeah, question. I'm and like, that, I don't think it, I just think that when you mix him with Candace Owens, I think you're talking about the greatest trolls of all time. <laughs> Candace all Owens time, is the bro. whitest black woman I've ever known. <laughs> and not even like, I think she's intelligent. She yeah, speaks very, well. Very, very she, not, I think the, I her point, who Candace Owens her is. points oh, are like, she's yeah. like a Republican 
pundit yeah. or to some degree, but she's a black woman. Mm-hmm. But she talks about like fatherlessness and and the problem it has in the community. I think mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff is very true. Yeah, real shit. But it's well, because she she's like a Republican. With, she's just so staunch on some of her mm-hmm. beliefs yeah. that it's just it's like it is mine. But it's she's like, also getting paid well. That's what I was about to say. And so, so and so at the end of Fox. the day. But see, here's mm-hmm. the thing that we as people of color need to do: play the fucking game. Play it. And that girl is playing, playing the, game. the game. And so was Kanye okay. to some degree. And so in her playing the game, she has increased her her legacy in terms of financial. You mm-hmm. think she gives a fuck about what black people think about her when she knows that her grand grand her grandkids and her great grandkids are benefiting off of her money. Mm-hmm. Now that, that's now I get that we can sit around and look at her and go, but yeah, but she sold a sold and she did this. But that's what she's willing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let her do whatever it is she is willing to do but for that. So let's say this too. You say she's selling her soul. This is the thing. That's what I think. No, I get I get yeah. it. But it's like I kind of used to be against that whole thing. Now I don't see myself doing that. Like mm-hmm. I'm too much of a nigga to do that kind of shit. <laughs> but it's at the same time I get it because if you're sitting here fighting a war of racism and mm-hmm. is it gonna, when is it gonna end bro all the movies we watch these niggas have been fighting this shit it's kind of like niggas saying Jesus is coming back they've been saying that for a long a time a long time so you either Make get in the game of yeah that's what I'm saying so you either get in the game of living that life or you get in the game of being like hey I'm just saying that's a price. It's true though it's the truth it's so true, it's like though. you got black people out here like let's change the world how much can you change it plug the plug the podcast one more mind time. of a man podcast <laughs> man. <laughs> I cannot with this guy man but it's the truth though it's like so I used to be back in the day like yo man you can't play that game <laughs> but now it's kind of like what game to what end are you playing that game right and if you making a certain amount of money and you can help your community by bullshitting and telling these motherfuckers what they want to hear and then going out and still doing something in a better perspective mm-hmm. bro how, how, how you how do you not do that but because you can be broke and keep yelling from the mountaintop and yeah, you can be rich yeah, yeah. and say what and play the game right. and straddle the fence in a certain way but Kanye is a thought-provoking motherfucker he knows what he's doing yeah but that's what I'm saying though like and, and to me that's kind of what it is like yeah. anytime because the thing is, I'm not necessarily um, like I have Instagram, I got Facebook, but there's a difference between having those platforms and really like being plugged into those things. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not really plugged in. So when I see shit that happens like that, yeah. I can see it for what it is. Yeah. Like these motherfuckers playing the game. I also have and a life to where I'm not like that worried that. about these people's shit. Right. So, it's so, social media, like I said last week, or how we use that post where I was like, some people don't have a life. Mm-hmm. They don't have nothing going on. So everything that they that pops up on the screen, just like when you hear a lot of podcasts, they only talk about the shit that's on social media because mm-hmm. they don't have any lifestyle, right, personality, or nothing going on in their lives to bring to teach. Half the shit we talk, not mm, 85, 90% of the shit we talk about on here comes from us. Right. Yeah. But it even don't come if from it, the outside. But even if, even if it does come from social media and, you know, Kanye, or yeah. if we talk about sports and things like that. Like to me, the difference is what the conversations that we having are. Uh, conversations that we can actually build on that people that are listening to yeah. can actually build on the perspective that we share, the yeah. information that we share. It's coming from a place of, yo, this is where we at. This is probably what we need to do. Yeah. We need to look at this perspective. We need to, we need to analyze this. It's not just to have a conversation about, you know, like that doesn't go anywhere. It's definitely some substance and some purpose to it. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. And that nigga anyway. ain't got nothing else to do. Like, I mean, he I mean, got yeah, a lot of shit to do. He done done it all, man. Yeah. He, Speaking of done it all, I call me Big Lotto, nigga. I play. I bought me a couple Lotto tickets last week. I said, man, kind of see what niggas doing now. What you doing? Yeah, yeah call yeah, me yeah, Big man. Lotto, nigga. Hey, I, I can't. And, and, and to go back a few minutes ago, I can't say. I can't say what you wouldn't do. I I, yeah. I never thought we'd get to a point where you'd be rationalizing, start the family, and moving in with a woman. Nigga, me neither. That's that growth. So so 
So I don't put nothing past you, sir. I think you can do whatever you want to do in life. <laughs> but one thing to another. You know what, man? Let, let's let's while we jumping back, let's jump yeah. back to something else about the the movies and shit. Like I saw, I saw that there's somebody making another Emmett Till movie. You I've know, never seen the Emmett Till movie. Well, I didn't either, but I'm just like, why are we continuing to tell these yeah. stories in this way? Shit you can read about. You know, and, and then just to kind of transition from that, because I have this feeling about telling these stories and stuff like that. This whole Jeffrey Dahmer shit, like, why would you make a oh, that was series weird. about that? That was weird. I couldn't get I was a kid when that shit happened. It was like, what? It was between. It was 90. It was between. I think it was between like 80, the late 80s and the really? 90s. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe like late 70s. No. Because he killed like 17. He killed like 17 yeah, people. Oh, well, yeah. I was I on the, the last person yeah. he killed was like in the 90s. In the 90s. But the so first person he killed was like the late 70s, yeah. early 80s. But my point is, I was a, I was a shorty. I remember the story. Yeah. I'm like, when I saw that shit like on Netflix, I'm like, yo, they made a story about that? Nah, like, I, I was almost shit. re-traumatized when I seen this shit on Netflix. Well, just the fact that it was out there. And I was like, yo, because I remember as a kid, like, yo, this motherfucker eating niggas? Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. you know, even that Martin did worried. that whole stand-up thing where he was like, he, they when they found that nigga, he had like <laughs> ass in the freezer <laughs> and shit like yo, that. So, to me, that, that type of stuff. Have you seen the pictures, though? So what, my niece, my niece, she she tried to watch it and she couldn't get down yeah, with I can't it. Do but it, she man. sent me a picture. They had released mm -hmm. a few of the pictures of the bodies that they Bro. had found. And like I only saw one where he literally had a guy like on the cusp of the uh bathtub, like where you can lay like if you just laid your back on the 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 bathtub before you step into it. Mm -hmm. He had that nigga like that and he was cut open from his ribs up to his neck, bro. And I was like, why are people, like, I ain't yeah, trying to see none of that shit. Strange, and the bro. families that have to relive the that shit, the that's families, the only thing that I worried about because I'm like, nuts. yo, if I had a son or y'all got kids and it's like, imagine somebody killed your kid, he's dead now. You don't know, you knew he died, but you don't know how he died. No, now they're the giving details, specific details bro. to where when yeah. it happens, the names they're using, whatever, you know that was your son or your daughter, well, nuts, your son. Man. And the thing I just took from him is Frank said he was eight and 78. That's blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. no. I, was, <laughs> I was like, 79, I was four. Four, five, six, seven, nine. I'm saying, like in the '80s when this this was happening, they yeah. talked about it. In the '90s, I was like a sophomore in high school when they talked about all the shit that he did up until that time, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, like he was targeting motherfuckers like me." Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. He, he, nah, he wasn't. You weren't in a gay club. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like black. That's like I think nine of the yeah. seventeen. That's what I just found out. So I was like, wait, wait, wait. You said he was he was into the to, to, to the fellas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it was nine was of the seventeen victims was black men. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. going up in clubs. He said it wasn't the, it wasn't the race; it was their bodies and shit. Like he was attracted to a certain yeah. body type, aesthetic. Yeah, I was like, yo, this motherfucker. Man. All right, let's get off that. Yeah, 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 let's get off that. Right, we need let's Jesus, TD Jakes. <laughs> I saw you post this. I saw you post this uh, a couple of weeks ago where you were saying um, you've been hanging. If you've been hanging around people that are so busy having fun that you haven't been around people that are busy yeah, building, uh -huh. building feels like punishment because fun feels normal, and building will become normal to you if that's what you make. You know, like an everyday thing. What made you post that? If you can remember that. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, because I think we can get so caught up in, in and maybe not me, because I've been a hustler since I was young. Yeah. I just always wanted different things out of life. I was just talking to my pops about this earlier, but you can get so caught up in certain things, man, that you don't even realize your life going to pass you by, mm -hmm. fam. You're going you gonna to look up look and you're going to be 40. You're going to be 45, 50, and you're going to be the... Man, I remember when I was in high school mm -hmm. or you could have put the work in and starting a business when you were 20, 25, yeah. but you wanted to go do bull crap. And now Chasing women there's enough things to show for it, bro. And I just I refuse, which also brings me to when I what I had posted, like, what's the biggest chance you've ever taken in life? I think it's something like that I, yeah. I had sent. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, there's so many opportunities that I've had in my life to do things that. I let other people talk me out of. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I'm like a 
a naturally motivated person. Like I get inspired when I see people doing certain things or when I, you know what I'm saying? Just look at the landscape of life and yeah. opportunities that can be created. And I'm just like, the biggest opportunity that I'm probably going to take in my life is next week. I'm supposed to go to Florida to, to help out like tarping roofs to like yeah. make like $14,000 yeah. in a month. And I'm like, mm -hmm. That like, like who knows if I would have taken other chances when I was younger in my yeah. life where I would be yeah. just following what's naturally in me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's just like, that's what I posted that. I was thinking about all of those things and just being like, man, bro, like. That's why I do what the fuck I want to do, man. Like growing up in religion, like my mom, uh, we've talked about it to where it's like, we weren't supposed to play football. You know, you couldn't play football. You can do none of that. Mm -hmm. So junior year, I forged her signature because coaches <laughs> have been trying to get me from seventh grade, whatever. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to forge a signature. Had I not forged the signature, I never would have had opportunity to play. I would never got letters or opportunities. I didn't go, and I didn't get as far as I could have because not being funny, I started late, and yeah. I didn't get any help. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So No AAU and no, all that. No, none of that, bro. So for me, from 18 to like 27, I'm going to be honest, all I thought I was supposed to be doing was playing ball, bro. Mm -hmm. So I was depressed watching my guy Nathan Vasher get drafted, watching my guy Brandon Jones get drafted, playing with these guys, being around these guys, and then they going to the league, and I'm watching, and I'm like, mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Nigga, I'm sitting in my mom's chair like depressed and not being funny. It was on her because I didn't get that help. I didn't get that support. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about taking chances, I tell niggas all the time, take a chance. I've always been that way. If it's because this thing, you can always go home. Mm -hmm. yeah. You from you, you from here? Yeah. All right. You get a place in what? Because like you said, you go out there and do that shit. What if you do that shit so good? They be like, yo, we want to give you a two year contract. Right. Then what does that turn into? Yeah. But if you're scared to go, mm -hmm. or you're well, scared listening to, to you listening to people who yeah. don't have a life, mm -hmm. or they never did anything, so they be like, "Yo, the safest bet is just to be quit playing it safe, nigga." Bruh. We don't know how long we got on this earth. That's how most people think, though. I ain't That's gonna, how most and, people and, think. You know, though. the funny thing is, my my is my father-in-law, but I actually told him like what, like two months ago or something. I was like. One of the things that I've learned is that it's important to have people that you submit to in life. Yeah. That, you know, it ain't that they telling you what to do with your life, but it's like if I've done things a certain way my entire life mm -hmm. and it hasn't worked to a certain degree, I probably should start trying to reach out to some people who know more than me to try to get to a certain level or, or, or get a different insight on life. Yeah. But I'm like, so one of the ways that we could possibly bump heads is I'm just all for taking certain chances hey, that man. I don't care. Burn the bridge behind yeah, me. Like Kanye, <laughs> like, 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 we talk about Kanye crazy, but he done said that shit. If you're not oh. richer than me or a billionaire or doing what I'm doing or more, I ain't got no reason to be listening to you. Mm -hmm. Cause Which, how you going to get me to the next level? Right. And I've talked about this too, even with our parents. Sometimes if your parents didn't go to college or maybe they didn't push their lives forward, you literally passed them at a certain age. If mm -hmm. I'm being honest, I've passed both my parents. Financially, yeah. education, it's like, what else? It's a can different you, world. It's a different world. So I can't keep going to them. That's when therapy comes in, their mentorship, yeah. or like you said, having somebody who can respect you, like, you know, your father-in-law, they can give you, give you the game. Because yeah. until you get to a certain point, bro, you got to take some advice. And then yeah. when you get to that point, you got to reach back and give it to other people, man. That's right. Absolutely. There's right. definitely a funnel of information. You know what I mean? Like, I always remember mentors saying, you always got to be around a person whose um, past is your future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, you're, if you've already done this before, or yeah. just not necessarily yeah. specifically, but just having a person in your life that has life experience, you yeah. know what I'm saying, who, who you could talk to and say, yo, I'm going through this thing and this and that. I got to tell you, like a lot of people that I know uh, would call me, uh, you know, a mentor to them. Yeah. And, and the only time I didn't feel like a mentor was when this COVID shit hit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, yo, I got no experience yeah. with this type of situation. Right. We are literally... 
me and my my young homies, my little lieutenants, we going through this shit all at the yeah. same time. I got no experience with this type of the thing. Only person we can listen to is the CDC. <laughs> exactly. And them motherfuckers oh, lie like, you like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they created you, all this yeah, shit. Yeah, but you always got to have some people in your life that that can guide you. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you trust in. And of course, you always got to have faith too because to really jump out there, I mean, like real faith, you know what I'm saying? Confirmation yeah. of some shit that's going to yeah. happen without the information yeah. or guarantee that it's going to happen. That's real faith. But right this there. is important, too. When you're like, if you are a parent and let's just say you're not as successful at life, nigga, tell me your failures. Because you right, know what? Help me hop, skip yeah, and jump yeah, away yeah. from the motherfuckers. You don't always have to be successful to be given game. Mm. Tell me your failures. How did you get past this? I used to go to my father because my father, to me, was a failure. Mm-hmm. So when I would need advice, when we tried to start getting back on track, I would be like, yo, how did you do this? How yeah. did you do that? He didn't even want to talk about him. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about our parents and older black people. They only want to talk about the good times. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like we've set up here and said, some of the things that we've divulged today, we're like, yo, should I be saying that? Or I'm embarrassed to say that. Or like, G, when you said I enjoyed it. No, that's not crazy to say. Mm. Sex is supposed to be enjoyed. Right. The way it yeah, happened was the wrong way, that but that shit. wasn't for you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But now with her saying that, now I guarantee you, because I know people, you listen to that shit, you hear it, they don't feel shame. Right. They don't feel stupid. They don't. Saying. I felt what she was saying mm-hmm. because I've been there. Glad somebody else is saying that shit. Right. They're talking about experiences that people don't talk about. Mind of a yeah. man pocket. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, I, I think another thing that's important too is, is just people who have children. I think yeah. this is important to say because it's something Great pivot. too. Um, you don't think that your kids got to go through the same shit you went through. You know, like I, I hear people say, well, I went through it, so they got to go through the same thing. They need to learn how thing. to grow up exactly. and be tough. Like, no, nah, nigga, he don't need to be through, eating ramen. They got to go through some different type of challenges on a different level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most definitely. That's pride, yeah. bro. Like, it takes a lot of, like, humility to be willing to tell your kids where you failed yes. in life. And, yes. and like, hey, listen, you ain't even got to take my advice. I'm just telling you, this is what I did. Yes. This is why it didn't go the right way. I suggest you do it a different way. <laughs> like, and that's what I, I talk to my oldest about that a lot. I'm like, my oldest is 15. I'm like, fam, listen, if you just take in 30% of what, <laughs> what I'm telling I'm you, mm-hmm. you can go wherever. And I don't, and, and people think because my daughter is, man, she's beautiful. Yeah. She, I mean, she's smart, all of that. But I'm like, listen, I don't want her to not grow up. I want you to be a fully functioning, healthy human. Mm-hmm. Healthy. Not growing up when you're 35. Right. Because somebody didn't tell you what's right and exactly. wrong and hold you accountable yeah. for things, bro. Our failures are is the biggest lesson I feel like we can give. No like, doubt. Like people, even like, to ourselves. Even to ourselves. Like I say, when people come to me and they be like, yo, man, like, oh, you done met this person. You've interviewed this. Bro, do you know what I did or didn't have or how I failed for this to like even in some of the successes that were that was it was failure was the stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Literally, fail my. Some people say fake it till you make it. I ain't that person, but right. I failed until I found some kind of success. That's right. You, and if you don't take risks, you won't find that success. You'll just be stagnant in a thirty-year job, and you're just sitting there like, like Boy, you said. And then you start, then you start being jealous of your kids as they bypassing you because you didn't do nothing. Talk about Did I just say something? Talk about everybody. it. That's real. Hey, listen, Halloween people, woogie boogie, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm gonna jump in here. For jump a in. You know, I have to say, I'm, I'm so thankful for my father and my grandfather. So, you know, as I'm listening to you men talk, you know, a great thing for people of color to understand is, you know, listening to your parents' success. So, my grandparents and my grandfather and my father were all entrepreneurs. So, I feel like it's very much in my system, right? So, I also feel like as we're talking, we're talking about building, you know, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like 
what Anthony said was very vitally important. When you're with your partner and you're building or you're with yourself and you fail at something, you know, the easiest thing for us to do is like, oh man, you know, like I invested in your company and it fucked up and this and this, but it's another thing when you can go, you know what, it's okay. You know, that's a part of risk. That's a part of losing. And the next time you invest and the next time you do this, it'll be there. And you have that in you. A perfect example is I had purchased some land in Jamaica a few years ago and it didn't turn out right. I mean, a few years ago. And I just we just purchased some land in Costa Rica, maybe about two years ago, Mm -hmm. two years ago, purchased the land from um, a, a good friend that happened to know that. So a half an acre of Costa Rica, right? Land in Costa Rica. So what am I thinking about doing this? And this is the mindset we as people of color need to have. So I'm not thinking about just me building a house on it. That would be kind of easy, right? So what I'm really thinking about is first, I'm going to create my rental. And then I'm going to build my house. And when we as people of color start to look at our opportunities different, because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of small things that come our way, but we don't take it and then feed it Mm -hmm. and make it into a bigger plan. You know, we're so busy in living for today. You really need to set up your seeds that take care of you for the next year and the next year after that. You know what I'm saying? And so when I even think about what happened in Detroit, you guys know when Detroit went bummed up, you know, and everything was like a dollar, you know what I'm saying back then? Yeah. And then how many of us did not take the opportunity to purchase those mm-hmm. houses? Now Very those true. houses are fucking out of the world yep. in terms of money. Mm-hmm. We as black yeah. people need to take risk and stop thinking, oh, it's just for right now. Listen, I'd rather eat rice and ramen right now <laughs> and know that 10 years from now, I'm set. You up for you know? I don't. I'm, I didn't buy that else. land, you know, because people would say when I purchased that land, I took from my pension. And what's the first thing people say oh, when you take money? Yeah. Don't, don't take don't any do that. Don't take any money out of your pension. But shit, I don't even know if I'm going to live, you know, when I'm 67. <laughs> right. So why not take my money mm-hmm. out of it and then look at something else? So my point is when yeah. we get to that mindset, you know, of Kanye's mindset or of anybody else's <laughs> mindset right, of taking risk. Yeah. The risk. Because really, that's really the the, the mindset of a billionaire yeah. is someone oh, yeah. who didn't hold off on anything. Not afraid. Yeah. And, and be willing that when you're a partner or when you, you know, you fuck up, you make wrong decisions. That was a big part of what I saw my father do. I mm-hmm. saw him make a lot of investments and my mother would be like, you know, like, oh my God, you know, you took our money and this and this. And he'd be like, all right, you know, and he'd, you know, he'd keep doing it. It yep. wasn't like he stopped doing it. <laughs> he'd keep doing it then. And then, you know, then if you Google my father's name and my grandfather's name, they owned more brownstones in Harlem than any other. And my grandfather kept money in a fucking shoebox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and had like a, a nice third box. grade yeah. education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But had enough fucking money to buy his house and his ex-lover's house and my grandmother's house and all this other kind of bullshit (laughs) but that's a visionary and you know as and I'm gonna end on this this is the other thing I wanna say is that I know I always talk about relationships because it's very dear to me when you get a good woman I mean a really Mm -hmm. good woman she helps your vision yeah. She helps your vision where you think to yourself, oh, no, babe, let's just do this little thing. And she comes around and goes, nah, let's nah. take this and do this mm-hmm. with yeah. it. Or and if you invest your shit, I got you. Exactly. 
Exactly. And that's the building we yeah. really need to be talking. Yeah. That's the community because the community don't start. Nothing past 48 Wildemere of where I live. That's yeah. where the community starts. Yeah. It starts here in this household, yeah. you yeah. know, and it starts with us and the family and me discussing how money works with the kids. Because yeah. I don't always want you motherfuckers thinking all five of these motherfuckers that every time something <laughs> go wrong, you can keep calling Call on mommy. Right. Yeah. I need every you to time. understand how mommy got this money so you can turn around and do it yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if I make bracelets or if I have classes or or I'll do whatever. There's a gift inside of each and every one of us. You know, when we talk about geniuses and all this other kind of bullshit, that's in all of us. Whether or not you tapped into it is a whole other different program. But your mother and women, especially, and I say women because I'm telling you there's an intuition that I feel like I have and when I speak over you and into you, I'm doing it for a purpose so that you could turn around and make this money. Mm -hmm. You know, then I turn around and multiply it. You know what I'm saying? So when we get to that State, when we on that building, Preach. you know what I'm saying? G-Lives it saves me. How long y'all been again? But, you, but, 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 yeah. but since the beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. <laughs> since the beginning. Good answer. Right? But you know what? Let me let me piggyback off what she was saying with the Kanye West thing too, bro. How many times do white politicians pander black people? Mm. Say the things that we want to hear yep. only to oh, gather us. Why can't well, this nigga... How much power does Kanye have? Mm. A lot. A lot. Who's the one buying all this nigga's expensive clothes? White folks and every other race of people, mostly not black people because we complain about the price. Mm. So this nigga is building a infrastructure and only has been talking about an infrastructure for years. And at some point, Overton, you were right. Like Sway did have the answers. Overton, you do got to answer. That you had the answer. You got to play the game sometime. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to play the game and it's going to look ugly to your own people. Right. But guess what, nigga? I'm going to be on the mountaintop with them and a seat at the motherfucking <laughs> table to pivot some things around. Yeah. So, Kanye, go ahead with your White Lives Matter thing because... What I'm saying is he's pulling these niggas in to do whatever he's doing next. Mm. What's next? Niggas what's like next? him and me, what's next? We're going to see what's next. What's next, bro? We're going to we, see what's but next. Unfortunately, black people's mind is so minuscule to where it's like, nigga, what he's doing is if it makes us mad and offends us, we shouldn't be doing it. Here's mm. a question. Do white lives matter? Of course. But do we- they matter? Wait, wait, wait. This is what I mean. Okay. As we look at the world, right, and say the black man, mm-hmm. so we can look at black people and go, our lives don't matter. That's why we came up with Black Lives yeah. Matter, right? Yeah. So who lives really do matter? Everybody. No, no, no. No, why? He, you can say it. White you understand lives. what I'm saying? Yeah. You see what I'm getting mm-hmm. at? White this? lives are protected. Mm-hmm. But they, we don't yeah. know the direction of exactly. where he's going. Exactly. But you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not, get I me get wrong, you. I am no okay. Kanye fucking I'm a Kanye fan. fan. But I am I'm very not. clear to understand this. We're only looking at it from the surface. Surface, yeah. he, This man could be saying only white lives matter. He's just not saying only. Only. Yeah. White yeah. lives matter, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's matter why if you got, that's why the police got, you standing in, a white guy standing in, whose life gonna matter? His. His life is going to matter. He's making a point. So there's yeah, a side, there's yeah, yeah, a side yeah, of me that thinks, listen, black people, if y'all don't shut the <laughs> fuck wake, up, wake up, because <laughs> I because because and the only reason why I say this is because Kanye's mother and Kanye's father. Educated. So I don't think mm-hmm. at very educated. Yes. I don't think it's as surface as it's we not. like to think. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know people like, I don't know Candace Owens, but I know people like Candace Owens. Yeah. And they take in and rake all in that shit mm-hmm. from, from white people and they turn around and flip it and give it to blacks. Yep. Because we need it on both sides. Yep. Yeah. We don't just need us to have Democrats. We need for players to yeah, be on that. both sides. And the only way players can be on both sides is Play if you infiltrate. Play the 
fucking game. Hey, what they you, playing you, again? You watched uh, Godfather of Harlem? Anybody in here watched oh, Godfather yes. of Harlem? So have you got to the second season? I watched. It okay, all. so you remember when uh, Bumpy Johnson was at the head of what's that guy's name? The the white the Italian dude who hated him. He wanted to kill him. Yeah. Now uh, they're partners. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They're partners because he came. Bumpy Johnson came to him and was like, "We can make ten Harlem's and make ten times the money that the the Gambino so and business, the Italian baby. families." So they linked up mm-hmm. and they became their own powerhouse. That nigga, it, they were still calling him a moolie. Mm. He was still calling him fucking hunky, a cracker, or whatever the fuck <laughs> he was calling. But money was being made yep. was to being change made. things. Harlem didn't become Harlem. Harlem didn't become black because niggas was just laying down and keep trying to keep things in the family. Even Frank White back in them days understood that shit. Mm. I've even talked about when I was selling drugs. My best customers was white people. I would have not had 60000 in a shoebox had it not been for them. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, no, we need each other business, to do the things that we're doing, bro. Right. And when you think about it, it's also a political point because when you think about America, don't nobody really talk about America. In America, who's, who's the top two races? Black and white. Black and white. Everybody else is irrelevant. They get what whatever we make way for, everybody else behind us get it, bro. Mm. He know what he's doing. I don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. But you got to start thinking bigger than just what the nigga got on his back. But when you talk about business, though, in this country, that that I mean, that's that's not a um, you know, that's not there's no secret to the pathway no. to success. You know what I'm saying? For a black person. No. Yeah. The same shit. Michael Jordan said back in the day hey. when it was like, yo, you going to vote for Democratic such and such. He's like, hey, Republicans buy sneakers, too. Like, yo, motherfucker, like, I, yeah. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to make this money. Yeah. Trying to elevate. Like, I'm not trying to separate myself. And if that's your strategy, like, I ain't mad at anybody who's in business. Because when you talk about a person who makes decisions about business, yeah. business moves, yeah. we're not talking about an individual's moral character nah. and values and nah. shit. Motherfuckers who's about business, they on a different plane. Even so I'm when, not going to judge yeah. a person based on that. But even if you watch a lot of, I forgot the movie on the documentary, but drugs has funded all these businesses that are big. Mm-hmm. Drugs, bro. Oh, you wonder why drugs keep coming through? Because it's it, it's taking care of business for white corporations. Government is the biggest business it, in this they gonna And they're going to get on this TV <laughs> and say, vote for Wheelchair Jimmy. And they're going to say, vote mm-hmm. for o- Beto. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, it's all about who who going to be able to play the game best. Some people, black people, and if you think about this too, a lot of black people don't get into politics because they don't want to be the bad guy. Mm. And we need to be in that motherfucker. Yeah, you ain't lying, man. Even if you got to be the bad guy to be the good guy. Because yeah. what have we talked about on the podcast, too? Even a drug dealer, he got a family. He may be doing wrong things, but he got a family. A cop killer who may hate black people, he got a family at home. You good and bad to somebody. Mm-hmm. So you might as well benefit off that shit. And black people be like, oh, I, you here broke with me? Now I feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sit back here with me. Right. Yeah. No, when nigga. You, when you running for office, bro? I ain't going to do that. They ain't going to have me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They ain't gonna, hey, I'd be a month like, with all the power and women at your feet. Hey, call me uh, Clint. <laughs> I did bust on a gown. Yes. Give me the saxophone. <laughs> give me the, you know what I'm saying? Right? You spit that shit out in the bag. Hey, you kept know, that mind, hey kept it. You ain't hey. got to keep it. I'm admitting. Everybody's playing the game, man. <laughs> nah, but I ain't going to lie. I never, I, never, um, I never understood how that all played a factor until I watched Snowfall. Mm, facts. Yeah. They were like, Yo, the Reagan era. The, Real yeah, shit, this is, we're using this to fund the Nicaraguan war. I'm like, what? See, again, the tax free. Conscious shit, bro. Listen, when I was, and this is the thing, I didn't have a full understanding, but as a kid, I yeah. remember like in like junior high, high school, 
They talked about the Iran Contra shit, Oliver North. I remember this motherfucker yeah. being at Congress talking about this and that. And then you yeah. hear motherfuckers talking about, you know, Reagan bringing the drugs in into Manhattan and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they all, like they used to say in, back, in, back in the day in raps, like motherfuckers, they would compare the biggest drug dealer to Ronald Reagan. To Ronald like, Reagan. Why are they bringing that shit together? Yeah. But when you start to understand how yeah. the government works yeah. and exploiting these other countries... For these, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna exploit this country's resources to get the money to fund this over here. Look at Boardwalk Empire, like, you know, all Boardwalk of that Empire shit, when it was prohibition. You know what I'm saying? It, it was the same crazy. thing, bro. Yeah. Pro, literally, liquor used to be just like cocaine and everything. Mm. They didn't want it here, right? Yeah. But they realized yeah. the amount of money. Yeah, got to make some look money. At, look man. at marijuana. They made so much money in the two years when marijuana was illegal. They had to pay back states. <laughs> bro. Drugs ain't going nowhere, this bro. Wild, the only thing that they worry about is they don't want. Honk is being on that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't bring it that shit. It kills that you keep saying honk is. I mean, like, of no, all the words. But think about it. But think about it. Even, you got, even white people that are prominent, they be like, I don't want to deal with white trash. They'll call their own oh, people yeah, no white trash. They don't bro, want that shit neither. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, bro, at the highest levels, it's not racism. It's not. It's class. It's class. Yes. And it's, it's creating some kind of elitism. Yep. to live the life I bro. live. Yeah. Exactly. It's not talking. about if you're white or black. I promise Listen, you. Listen, I was talking to my... 12 and 13 year old Thursday about racism, you know? And I said, baby, if you don't know, if you don't remember anything daddy ever tells you, cause they black as me, you know yeah. what I'm saying? As you don't remember anything that, that daddy ever tells you, just know that racism is not about name calling. No. A motherfucker, white kid who's poor, call me a nigga is not a fucking racist. Mm -hmm. He can't do anything to affect my life. Understand that we went into a whole discussion yeah which I try to make on their level, remember that racism is about a power dynamic. Yeah. Remember that. That nigga got, got four no more bubble gums than you. Exactly. If, he, if motherfucker yeah. ain't got no yeah. power over you, they cannot be a racist. Nope. If they can't stop the things that you're doing in your Yo, life, mobility. I don't give a fuck what, what names they call me. You can't stop me, then, you know, don't look at that yeah. as racist. But, it's you know, they 12 or 13. folks to even see that too, though, because yeah, no I've question. had that conversation with white people. And I'm like, we can't. We can't block upward mobility for you motherfuckers. Yeah. And then, like, HBCUs, like, we all know these court cases when white folks couldn't get in them motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. Y'all was suing us to get in. Right. Nigga, they was created because y'all didn't want us on the initial exactly. shit. Bruh. That's how I go back. Shit, bro. Well, we about to get ready to wrap this shit Damn, up, Damn, already? Yeah, bro, you know, and, and then there's multiple people in here, so, you know, we boom, boom, boom. Me yeah. and you used to just yeah, uh, yeah, verbal yeah, sparring yeah, yeah. back and forth. But no, nah, man, we appreciate you, bro. For Mind sure. of a Man always, Podcast. Always. Check them out. Work, they can, you pretty much out on all platforms, yeah. man. So Apple, Spotify, check them out. G Lounge Podcast. We appreciate you, G, for coming up through here. Frank, as always, man, it's always a pleasure. I want to go out to uh, Mad Villain and Mad Lib, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, Mad Lib. I think we, uh, I think you would appreciate that one. Yes. You I didn't did. send me any songs, so I was like, let me go get some eco. Nah, you know, we knew we was going to get some. You know I have this one pulled up because I just listened to it last night. Hey, well, you Mad are a Lips DJ. Genius. He is. <laughs> you got to love him, man. Fighter oh, just be yeah. tapped in. Oh, he ready. He turned it up, too. You see how he like it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I at least got to hear the first verse. Hold a cold one like he hold a old gun Like he hold a microphone and stole the show for fun Or a foe Shout out to Robbie Danger Handsome holes in tandem Anthem, random, tantrum Phantom of the grand old Opry Ask the dumb hottie Mask, pump shotty yeah, He a big boy too Hardly yeah. come sloppy on a retarded hard copy After rocking parties he departed in a jalopy Watch the drop top poppy known as the grimy, limey, slimy, try me, blimey. Simply smashing in the fashion that's timely. Mad villain dashing in a beat rhyme crime spree. We rock the house like rock and roll. Got more soul than a sock with a hole. Set the stage with a goal. Have the game locked in a cage, getting shocked with a pole. 
overthrow it like throwing over a biscuit. A lot of bitches think he's overly chauvinistic. Let go his dick if that's the case. Rats with a waste, there's more cats to chase. Dogs, he got it like new powers. Woke up broke, spit the shit in a few hours. Sheesh, been on least since the Glee Club. Had your fans saying, please make me a dub. Well, since you asked kindly, where he been behind the mask? Who can't find me? You're blind in the wine zone. Leave your mind blown when he shine with the nine. He's a rhinestone. Cowboy. <laughs> 